This episode is sponsored by HelloFresh and by Honey. It's been a pretty crazy couple of days since it first came out that the president of the United States tested positive for COVID-19. Was that Friday or was that two years ago? I don't know. I mean, this is a year that's already felt like a decade. In the past three days have kind of felt like a year. Uh, even just trying to remember stuff that happened yesterday makes the, brown, the brain feel a, a little bit cloudy. Yeah. But um, first off, right after we finished filming our previous episode on Friday night, the news came out that Kellyanne Conway, one of Trump's closest and longest serving advisors, also had tested positive for the virus. And uh, well, we didn't hear this from Kellyanne. As you might guess, based on our previous coverage of the Conway family, we first learned this news through the TikTok posts of her daughter, <laughs> Claudia Conway. My mom is running around the house coughing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, literally, this is what she said. My mom coughing all around the house after Trump tested positive for COVID. Update, my mom has COVID. I'm furious. Wear your mask. Don't listen to our idiot fucking president piece of shit. Protect yourself and those around you. My mom two weeks ago. It'll be fine. Masks are stupid. It's outdoors. Infects the whole family. Uh, <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, it's not clear if it is, in fact, the whole family, but Claudia says she herself has it and that she, quote, literally feels like hell. And what's especially dumb about Kellyanne Conway's diagnosis is that, as you'll recall, she announced back in August that she'd be leaving her White House job at the end of the month to focus more on her family, a.k.a. Yeah. try to get her daughter who hates her to stop posting about her. Uh, yeah, and she almost certainly would be COVID-free right now if yeah. either she stayed at the White House or actually did what she was supposed to do and go home and be with just her family. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but apparently she decided that, you know what, I'm still going to stay in the orbit. So she was indeed at that White House event last weekend with everyone just palling around. She can't quit this administration. Yeah, it's uh, hopefully she has Stockholm Syndrome. I don't know. That family, most fascinating family in America. Yeah. I yeah. hope once this is all over, they someone gives them a reality show. Like, Keeping Up with the Kardashians finally ending after like 14 years. Mm -hmm. Keeping Up with the Conways. Yeah. America's family. Come on. Yeah. Come on. You got there's, there's so, like, there's rarely something that exemplifies America as a whole yeah. in one family unit than you the got, Conways. You got the Trump Republican mom. You got the Biden Republican dad. And then you got the uh, Zoomer socialist daughter. Yeah. None of them can stand each other. They're passing diseases between each other. I, like, it writes itself. It does. Yeah. It does. And, uh, yeah, to update the roster of people in the Trump inner circle who have tested positive in this virus cluster, as doctors would say, mm -hmm. uh, our previous count included Trump and his wife, White House aide Hope Hicks, patient zero, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, GOP chair Ronna McDaniel, or Rona McDaniel, uh, Utah Senator Mike Lee, North Carolina Senator Tom Tillis, and Notre Dame University President John Jenkins. But since then, the list has expanded to include Kellyanne Conway, Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson, Trump campaign manager Bill Stepien, Trump's personal aide Nicholas Luna, and former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, who was Trump's debate coach in the lead up to last week's debate. He went to the hospital, and hopefully there weren't any bridges closed down that would impede <sighs> his trip to that hospital. Chris Christie's a piece of shit. Yeah, he is. Uh, and, like, this is so funny for him because, like, famously, like, he would have had a cabinet position in this administration. But Chris Christie has a past with the Kushner family. Um, when Christie was uh, governor of New Jersey, he famously uh, sent Jared Kushner's dad to prison mm. for crimes. Mm -hmm. So Jared Kushner has seniority in the uh, Trump family being the son-in-law. So when it came to it, uh, Chris Christie kind of got iced out of any real like 
yeah. role in this administration. But him and Trump are still bros. It's just like one of those things. It's like you got that friend that your wife doesn't let come around the house. It's sort of that. So Chris Christie, he's like, finally, Trump's throwing me a bone. He wants me to help him out with his debate prep and just gets a mouthful of COVID in the process. Yeah. Also, he is, the he. you know, a lot of people in this country are overweight. He is round like a ball. He's a very, like, he's, he looks like a basketball. He's literally obese. He's rotund. And he has asthma. Like, these are, not gonna be great, these are two, like, serious comorbidities. Um, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Speaking of, uh, the debate though, it's unknown whether Trump already had the virus on Tuesday night, but debate moderator Chris Wallace of Fox News revealed that Trump was not tested positive before the debate. He's not tested at all. Yeah. He arrived too late to be tested (laughs) at all. Uh, and Trump's family and guest audience members refused to wear masks despite being asked to by debates, medical staff. So, I mean, again, this is just, look, it's you can't stand here and just say I hope people get this virus. This virus affects everyone, but it but is there's steps you bit, can take. It, it is. <laughs> it's just ironic yeah. that they did nothing. Yeah, people are like, oh wow, how did how did this man get sick? It must be some Democrat plot. Like, how could this have possibly happened? It's like I don't know. Maybe by like not doing anything, anything, anything. But that's what's like so aggravating like about this whole thing is it's like you can do everything right and still get it you yeah. can do everything wrong and for a while there it seemed like people were invincible I, and now that they're uh, uh, reaping what they've sown themselves it is kind of some schadenfreude to, to put this in like uh, RPG terms it's all it's all RNG at the end of the day but mm-hmm. you can buff your character to sure. you know have uh, a better chance of not getting the virus or you know you can min-max in a way where like you know, you might not get it, but I've been getting, if, if you get a crit, you're going down. I've been getting increasingly angry about Los Angeles in particular because people here... Oh, I, have, dro- I, I drove past the bar on the way in here and it was just... It was party time. It's fucking uh, Sunday night. I guess Sunday's a new Saturday. I walked out of a grocery store the other day <laughs> and a car full of teenagers was walking up to the grocery store. None of them had masks and I had like an armful of things. And I'm just slapping my mask to like signal that they should be putting their masks nah, on. You can't, it was so aggravating. You can't shame these people. Like I... I've I've been in a group larger than three, maybe four or five times in the last, in, in all of 2020. And mm-hmm. it's like usually at the park or at the beach. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing, I'm having conversations with people like from far away. I'm, I'm, it's in the daytime. I'm not staying long. And even then I'm just like, ooh, that was a little risky. I don't know. Yeah, I, Maybe we should lay low for a couple of days. I, and these fucking assholes, yeah. they're all just like, well, whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I went to, <laughs> I, was, I was on one of my walks today and I walked by, uh, they have like the Al Fresco dining or whatever. Uh, so I'm walking on the other side of the street and it's football. So people are just screaming yeah. and like, woo. I'm just like, what is going on? It's, mm-hmm. I told my wife when I was at doing the walk, I was like, yeah, we'll go by there. It'll be like a zoo. We can look in at the animals who are doing absolutely nothing yeah. from across the entire street. It sucks. It sucks so bad. There's parties in my apartment complex. There's my parties neighbors out threw a fucking rager the uh, like a week ago. I was like, hmm, all right, I, okay. I want to punch myself in the face constantly. Yeah. Anyways, we will just have to wait and see if and when to what extent this White House virus cluster grows. But given how crowded that Rose Garden party was, which is what people have pointed shoulder to being, to shoulder, yeah, that it looks like it was the event. Uh, it would not be surprising if there was more of this. Yeah, I mean, look, COVID is no laughing matter, no. and officially, we're not laughing. No, 
But it's hard to deny the uh, dark irony of a lot of this. Mm. And it's not even just the like surface level that, oh, a leader who downplayed the virus for the past seven months now has the virus. Ha yeah. ha. No. The, it goes beyond that. The, the super spreader event that likely got all these people sick was a party specifically to celebrate the nomination of a new conservative Supreme Court justice that would basically guarantee Republicans get whatever they want for the next, like, at least the next decade or so. Maybe longer. Mm -hmm. uh, and that nomination would have almost certainly gone through without any issues, thanks to the fact that Republicans have a majority of the Senate's seats. And the, Senate, the Senate is who confirms the justices. Mm -hmm. But their majority is still only a slight majority. It's 53 to 47. And two of those 53 Republicans, they already said that they oppose confirming a new Supreme Court justice before the election, this close to an election. So that brings it down to 51. Now you need 50 for a majority. And now... Three Republican senators are sick with COVID. Early in the pandemic, the Democrat-controlled House of Representatives voted to allow remote voting on, you know, bills and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But the Republican-controlled Senate did not. Mm. So with those three senators out of action for God knows how long, uh, that throws a huge wrench in the Supreme Court confirmation process. They don't have a majority right now. Uh-oh, here comes uh, the <laughs> results of my own actions. Yeah. Yeah. So Republicans, yeah, they had everything they've ever wanted laid out right in front of them. This is what they, they've been chasing this shit since the Reagan years. Mm -hmm. A six to three conservative Supreme Court. They had it right there. It was right there. They had it. But they couldn't be bothered to wear masks and socially distance and not throw a big fucking party over yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, so here even, they are. not even that they didn't wear masks or socially distance. It, like, they were literally like, let's all go sit together and be around each other all the time. Yeah, this is a, like r slash premature celebration, like yeah. just dancing into the end zone and you get tacked, speared by a giant, vi giant virus molecule. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, it's also entirely possible more people who attended that Rose Garden party, including more Republican senators, get sick. Now, symptoms, they typically show up after five days or so, but it can take up to two weeks in some cases. Now, surely everyone who was at that party is getting tested regularly now, but also who the hell knows? Maybe some who test positive decide to not reveal it publicly so that they can go vote in the new Supreme Court justice while there's still time. Mm. All right, I mean, that's getting a little bit conspiratorial, but now, to be fair, the whole situation is frying people's brains about as much as anything else from the presidency that produced QAnon. It's been a wild couple days on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, both sides, too. Yeah, not, I know. Not, it's, not, it, there's been, like, like the liberal hoaxes of him wearing, like, an oxygen tank. No, we'll get to that. It's, uh, there's it's a lot going a lot on. Of, uh, a lot of, like, maybe, maybe a lot of it doesn't reach the level of conspiracy theories, but it is definitely wild speculation happening constantly. Look, you, the president has coronavirus. You don't have to dig in deeper on, like, some weird shit that's going on. He got the thing that he thought was a hoax. Yeah, and it's funny. Yes, but it's bad. In a video game. Mm -hmm. Now, first off, a lot of people on the left and the right, and this is interesting, a lot of people on both sides are convinced that Trump's diagnosis is a hoax. And the logic here is that Trump, he came off looking bad at the debate. Uh, there's, of course, been an onslaught of October surprise news stories, like the stuff about his taxes and whatnot. So faking a COVID diagnosis, that'd be a great way of, uh, you know, taking over the news cycle, gaining sympathy even from people opposed to Trump. And uh, yeah, perfect. Mm -hmm. Now, for people on the left who believe this, it's like, it's just yet another dirty trick from the president. And for people on the right who believe it, it's it's that. But yeah. it's it's a good dirty trick because they like him and they want him to win at any yeah. cost. Now, it, it is important to point out that, like, I guess uh, the, some of the polling that I saw was that uh, Boris Johnson got it, but it didn't uh, result in any, like, uptick in positive 
viewpoints on him. Yeah, there was like someone got real viral posting like, "Oh, you guys laugh now, but Boris is like the most popular he's ever been," and and people immediately were like, "No, you, no, no, no." <laughs> no there was uh, it didn't affect anything, and uh, his approval is so bad right now that the Conservative Party of the UK is like already getting ready to ditch him and be like, "Well, it's a good thing all the bad stuff is over there." With yeah. that guy. Well, when it comes to, like, hardcore Trump supporters, like, there's nothing going to change yeah. that. But I think that, like, this is just me, like, floating it out there. But, like, yeah, him being sickly, going to the hospital, and then potentially recovering, coming back to normal, that could rally some of his closer to the center base, I guess. But on the same hand, the thing that he did today, to me, would take anyone and, and just change their minds about that. Because... For no it was reason, incredibly funny. other than a photograph, <laughs> so funny. He went out into a car and drove yeah. around waving at people. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It's, it's insane. Okay. Anyways, when you really think about it, uh, it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense for it to be a hoax. Trump's whole brand is being big and tough and strong and not being afraid of some stupid virus. Uh, just look at how Trump looks in any Ben Garrison cartoon. It, it, that is what he thinks he looks like. Yeah. And that's how hardcore MAGA people see him as well. So why would he lie about coming down with a serious, debilitating disease? Well, anyway, some are convinced that he'll be back in action and perfectly healthy in a few days, thus proving the disease is no big deal. But honestly, the more likely scenario is that he actually just does, in fact, have the virus. And will probably come out of it okay because he's the president. He has access to the best medical care on earth. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't. If this, if this whole situation proves anything, it's that... Uh... This virus wouldn't be such a big deal if more people had access to uh, health care. Mm-hmm. Or weren't scared to use it because yeah. of fi- uh, medical yeah. death. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, on the flip side of the wild speculation and conspiracy theories, uh, other conspiracy theories are about how Trump is supposedly much more sick than he or anyone else is actually letting on. And to be fair, I mean, this has been fueled by a lot of mixed and conflicting messaging from White House Dr. Sean Conley and others in the administration like Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. Uh, At a Saturday press conference, Dr. Conley basically said, Trump's doing great all around. No need to worry. But he also made some uh, confusing statements about like the timeline of Trump's illness. He suggested... (laughs) He used the term 72 hours, and uh, some took that to mean that Trump had actually tested positive on Wednesday, uh, which would mean he was spreading that disease all over the country. Uh, although Dr. Conley later clarified that this was just a goof. Yeah, I also Whoops. heard that it was like one of their, uh, a test that was like, well, this test isn't yeah. all that accurate. Let's get him the good one, too. Yeah, uh, not great, though. Uh, but then yeah, immediately following that press conference, uh, Mark Meadows, the chief of staff, uh, he told reporters... Quote, the president's vitals over the last 24 hours were very concerning, and the next 48 hours will be critical in terms of his care. We're still not on a clear path to a full recovery. So, mixed messaging. Yeah, then on Sunday morning in another press conference, Dr. Conley admitted that Trump's oxygen levels actually dropped twice before Saturday's press conference. But he omitted that information because he was, quote, trying to reflect the upbeat attitude that the team, the president, the course of his illness has had. I didn't want to give any information that might steer the course of the illness in another direction. Mm. Uh, He also said, it came off as if we were trying to hide something, which wasn't necessarily true. It's still weird language, like a weird way to say it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Then asked by reporters if Trump's blood oxygen level ever dropped below 90%, Conley said, we don't have any recordings here of that. Okay, well, what about other recordings in the White House? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, Where to, that's a yes or no question, and you're being weird about it. Yeah, this guy obviously hasn't, like, he, he's going through media training as we speak. Uh-huh. 
Uh, but uh, then when asked again, Conley replied that Trump's blood oxygen levels didn't get down into the low 80s. We said if it, we, you were asked, sir, if it had dropped below 90. And now you're talking about the low 80s. Yeah, because I heard as, as uh, the, the, you know, the research I did online is that uh, if you drop below 90, you go to the hospital. If you're a normal person. Yeah. Because they, you can get, uh, they're like 15 bucks, the things that clip yeah, on your fingers. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like if you drop below 90, yeah, there's probably yeah, a problem. Time to time to not check low it. 80s. Yeah, low 80s is bad. So the okay. president remained alive. He did not hit the blow the low 80s. Like what? That's, Where your like lips turned oddly blue. specific. Yeah. So it's like, did he hit the mid 80s, high 80s? What the fuck is going on? Here? We love the 80s, don't we, folks? Uh, and yeah, on top of that, some pictures circulated over the weekend showing Trump leaving the White House to board Marine One to go to Walter Reed Medical Center on Friday night uh, with what appeared to be a hidden oxygen tank in his pocket with a tube like running up his shirt and around his ear and under his mask. Uh, that would indicate that his condition is really serious. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, except this has been very convincingly debunked. Um, some of the images appear to be manipulated compared to all the other photos that were taken at the same time. Like, there's stuff in these pictures that Stop isn't Stop sharing this them. bullshit. Yeah. There's people at, like, NBC News, like, retweeting this shit. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, though, Trump released a... He, he's released a few video messages on Twitter uh, throughout the weekend where he appears to be doing all right. But a lot of people are also absolutely convinced that uh, his video that he posted on Saturday night has a bunch of, like, jump cuts that are concealed by the Adobe Premiere Morph Cut tool, mm-hmm. presumably to, like, edit around coughing and labored breathing and, like... I don't know. The, the, There's he, some weird parts. like Where I, he does say, like, uh, like mm, yep. Yeah. It like, does look a little weird. It looks but, a little weird, but people are just like. But I'm not, like, I'm not going to jump on any of this no. shit because it's so pointless. He's in the hospital with coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. Like, what else do you want from it? Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean. I, We're we, going to find out one way or another. I edit videos. I edit videos. I've been doing it for most of my life. And I'm like, okay. I mean, like. Sure. It's maybe, possible. Yeah, it's just as possible that no, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's just another thing people are hung up on. It's just like yeah, again, he's he's in the fucking hospital. What do you like? Start. I don't know. How does this change it? Yes, he's probably coughing a lot. Yeah, he probably like, is. Like we all know that. Like he, and like. Also, they already said that he was on oxygen at the White House. He's Who cares on- if he has it in his pocket walking to the fucking thing? It's it. You're you're missing the forest through the trees here. Yeah, and it's also, it's like, he he probably looks like he's doing great because he's on every fucking drug imaginable being administered by, like, ten doctors who are all, like, say, monitoring his levels constantly. I will say, he looks a little bit less tan, which I think makes him look better. And the no-tie thing yeah. looks great. Well, that's the Eugene Levy Schitt's Creek look. Yeah, he, look, <laughs> he looks more relaxed than he's been in a long time. And it's yeah. probably because he's on sedatives. But if, if we get anything good out of this administration... Get rid of neckties. Oh, they're neckties horrible. Neckties are horrible. Yeah. Whose idea was this shit? It needs to go away. Yeah. I like how that's our takeaway from the president mm-hmm. getting coronavirus. <laughs> he looks great without a necktie. Neckties have got to go. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Looking good, Mr. President. There's got to be something to that. He took the necktie off and he started getting better. This is like the few times in my life where I've been like pretty fucking sick. Like, you know, when you when you have like an extended like illness, you lose some weight. Mm-hmm. It's always like funny coming out of them. People are like, damn, looking good. And you're like, yeah, I had like the flu for two weeks. <laughs> I was sh- I was shooting for a week straight. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you. Anyway, what's more likely, again, more likely than the fact that he's dying or something, is that Trump is doing all right. Mm-hmm. Thanks to the fact that he has access to the best health care in the world, unlike your average American. I mean, there'd be a whole lot 
fewer COVID deaths in the U.S. if everyone was getting tested constantly and got immediate 24-7 care and every possible drug to treat the disease all for free like he is currently getting. And Trump's situation would probably be, I imagine, a lot worse if he was going through the hospital system that everyone else gets, but he's not. He's getting the best care in the world. And yeah. if he was, he's if probably he was, doing fine. If he was the average American, he would have gone to the hospital and said, look, I, I, I have it and I'm not feeling good. They'd be like, all right, go home until you're dying. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what they do. Call the ambulance. Even though the most important phase of the disease is the early phase, like, mm-hmm. you know. No, 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 no. Call us when you can't breathe. Yeah, once things go really, like, south, once shit really hits the fan, then you come in and we try to well, we'll do our best. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. And he is, like just like we said, uh, he's on a lot of drugs right now. Uh, doctors are giving him pretty much everything that's been shown to possibly treat the disease. Yeah. Uh, he's on remdesivir, which is the intravenous antiviral medication that might speed up the recovery process. He's on an experimental antibody cocktail from the pharma company Regeneron that's Shown some promise in trials, but still isn't FDA approved. And he's on dexamethasone, a steroid that's also shown some promise, but is also apparently has some very serious side effects and is only recommended for COVID patients whose condition is so bad that they're already on oxygen 24-7, which now, okay, conspiracy again. But here's what I think about all of that. I think this will actually help his poll numbers because, yes, he's doing it to survive. But he's also viewed as a sacrificial lamb, a, 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 an experimental body yeah. to prove that these drugs. So if these drugs come out. Well, that's to in be the Constitution. The, if you test a drug on the president and he lives, you get immediate FDA approval. But that's what I'm saying, though, <laughs> is if these drugs even months from now get approved and the president was one of the like primary patients yeah. proving that it worked, that this is, look, it's going to be good for him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see Joe Biden taking any experimental drugs that aren't <laughs> FDA approved. <laughs> like, all I'm saying, I'm trying to put myself in, in the shoes of, like, my right. extended family in Florida. No, and that's the thing. Like, He's I, so brave. Mr. I, President? I don't think there's any, like, real big tide shift coming that's going to come out of this, no. like, at all. This is just an event that happened. And my take on the whole thing is that there, it's ironic and it's kind of funny. That it's like it's just like if you were writing this as a show, this is what this would happen. This would fucking happen. Yeah, and that's what's it, the end of the yeah. season would be like November second. Yeah, and then the next season would be Election Day. Yeah, and this is like if you really an incre- to add, incredible part of the last two episodes. If you wanted to add some suspense and some action to like the end of the season before the finale, you pull something like this out. Yes. Anyways, of course, uh, the news about dexamethasone it set off a lot of medical people's alarm bells because it's generally not something that you give to patients unless they're in really bad shape. So, I mean, does that mean that Trump is in really bad shape? We don't know. No one really knows except the people in the room and whoever yeah. wants to listen to what they're saying. Yeah. He seems fine in the videos that they've released. And even if they were editing out the coughs, I wish they would just make it blatant. People understand that he's coughing or yeah. short of breath. Like you would, you would he think has he... the coronavirus. <laughs> just let him cough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he should be wearing a mask, though. It is weird that he's not. Like, I feel bad for everyone working No, you just click the record the button and you leave. Yeah, okay. But still. I'd say the, the cover-up is dumb, is what I'm saying. And, like, the, he's wearing, like, a suit. I'm just like, relax. Fucking unbutton it. Put, it, the, put, on, a put on a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, put on a tracksuit. You can wear whatever the hell you want. You don't need to wear a fucking suit. You're in the hospital with no, coronavirus. He, he, would, he would do that regardless. You're a 77-year-old man with coronavirus. This is a man who... 
allegedly abused his son for trying to wear a baseball jersey. <laughs> We're going to, to the Yankee game. game. Why are you wearing this shit? You're supposed to wear a suit wear a to the suit. Yankee game. Yeah. Slap. Yeah. Yeah. Don Jr. He slapped John, Don Jr. The for funny, trying to wear a jersey to a baseball the game. The funniest tweet I saw is that... Uh, In college, too, right? Yeah. The funniest tweet I saw is Don Jr. Uh, forging a fake positive corona diagnosis to, to prove that he's been close with his dad. Yeah. Because Donald hates his son. Yes, he does. Yeah. Uh, anyways, even on Sunday night, he decided to make his, as I said before, make his Secret Service detail, drive him around outside so he could wave to his fans. His words. He yeah. called them fans. fans. Yeah. With not just supporters, not the American public. Fans. Not citizens. Fans. And he's, just look at the goddamn clip. God bless our president. I will die for him. I will die for that man happily. I will die for him. Anybody want to mess with him? You mess with me first. He is a hero, that man. Make love to me, Mr. President, please. He, he could shoot a man on Fifth Avenue, and 33% of the country would still die for this man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and uh, in the video that he posted right before his weird impromptu MAGA parade, uh, there's this amazing little tidbit at the end there. So uh, it's been a very interesting journey. I learned a lot about COVID. I learned it by really going to school. This is the real school. This isn't the let's read the book school. And I get it, and I understand it, and it's a very interesting thing, and I'm going to be letting you know about it. In the meantime, we love the USA, and we love what's happening. So that's such an amazing little statement that I'm going to read it again myself. It's been an interesting journey. I learned a lot about COVID. I learned it by really going to school. This is the real school. This isn't the let's read a book school. And I get it, and I understand it, and it's a very interesting thing. And I'm going to be letting you know all about it. In the meantime, we love the USA and we love what's happening. So <laughs> it's, just, it's so confusing. Also, like the, the president is officially the person on Facebook who lists their education as school of hard knocks. Yeah. Oh, you went to medical school? How many times have you had COVID? I'll be uh, taking that stethoscope now, please. Not a doctor I would trust. Yeah, that's, so that's literally the president. And of course, this is what he does. Like, this isn't surprising at all. This is, this is how he operates. But he, he's saying that he now fully understands this virus. Because it has finally affected him. But he says that, and then he immediately leaves the hospital to go wave to his fans. Like, I get this virus. I never... It's, it can spread so easily. Anyway, let's all pile into an SUV and uh, take me around for no fucking reason. You know, I never understood cancer until I went inside of a magic school bus and shrunk down <laughs> into the size of a pin and flew through the digestional tract. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no one knows more about this virus than President Trump. It's official. I mean, it's technically true now. All these experts, they think they know. Has Dr. Anthony Fauci even had COVID? No. He, he might have had COVID. Anthony, Anthony Fauci went to the Let's Read a Book school. Donald Trump went to the real school. The school of Hard Knocks. Yeah. Anthony Fauci might have had COVID when he threw that horrible pitch. There's no other excuse. Yeah. Uh, you know, coronavirus. Uh, I, I t on the way in, it was too late to put in this, but it was amazing. There was like a Freedom of Information Act request that was uh, yeah. approved of a Fauci email where back when uh, people were uh, like sexualizing. Getting real simp weird. Yeah. Simping about uh, Andrew Cuomo and Fauci. Fauci collected a bunch of links that talked about how like hot they were for him and wrote an email to a colleague that says, look at this. The American people are nuts. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, that's, that's good. I yeah. like that. Anyways, here's another uh, Trump tweet from this weekend, which uh, more conspiracies about like who is writing these. It's probably him. Yeah. Let's just take it at face value. Doctors, nurses, and all at the great Walter Reed Medical Center and others from likewise incredible institutions who have joined them are amazing. Tremendous progress has been made over the last six months in fighting this plague. 
With their help, I am feeling well. Oh, and uh, it's, a, it's a plague now. Yeah, it's a plague. I'm it's old really enough serious, to remember guys. when this was no worse than the flu, but yeah. it's a plague now. Anyways, that's it for the Trump COVID news. Uh, there might be more news that drops they, between this. They're saying he might be back in the White House by Monday morning. Look. Seems like a bad idea, but <laughs> who am I? It has been... I have less sleep than I've ever gotten these past couple of days because every time you close your eyes, something new comes out. Mm -hmm. And it's even crazier than what happened. Like, the president went from testing positive to the virus to driving around in a sealed like SUV, waving at people and potentially infecting all of the Secret Service. Yeah. Yeah, all the Secret Service guys were wearing, like, literally, like, N95 fucking masks in there. Like, and face shields. They're just like, all right, sir, I guess I'll drive you around. Can wave at your fans. But yeah, who knows? There might be more by the time this goes up. Uh, we'll update you when we get the chance. But now it's time to talk about Jacob Wall and Jack Berkman again. Yeah, so last week we went over how Wall and Berkman are under investigation by the FBI for potential crimes, including witness tampering in relation to the Roger Stone trial. Um, but yeah, that's just an investigation. It could take years. Probably won't go anywhere. This past week, though, Wall and Berkman were actually formally charged with four felonies each by Michigan's attorney general. And these charges stem from something we talked about back in August. Uh, basically, a bunch of robocalls that were being sent out in Michigan featured various false claims about mail-in voting. It was clearly intended to suppress and misinform voters and also promote skepticism of official election results. And, Oops. Uh, yeah. These kinds of disinformation phone calls often violate the law, but they aren't uncommon because it can be difficult to trace their source. In this case, though, the phone calls began with a woman's voice saying that the call was coming from a Project 1699, which is a civil rights organization founded by Jack Berkman and Jacob Wall. They just said. Not it. really covering the tracks. He admitted. And the caller ID number the phone calls came from is a number Jack Berkman has previously used. Seems pretty stupid to sign your name like that to something illegal and also send the calls from your own phone number. And as Jack Berkman himself said to reporters, quote, no one in their right mind would put their own cell on a robocall. But the state of Michigan thinks at least it's worth formally looking into whether Wall and Berkman are in fact that stupid. So they might be. Yeah, so the press release from Michigan's AG says that Wool and Berkman are each charged with one count of election law intimidating voters, one count of conspiracy to commit an election law violation, one count of using a computer to commit the crime of election law intimidating voters, and one count of using a computer to commit the crime of conspiracy. These charges add up to 24 years in prison for both these guys if fully prosecuted and sentenced, which is a lot. And according to the release, uh, as part of the Michigan AG's investigation, they talked to attorney general offices in various other states, which also reported similar robocalls being made there, particularly in urban areas with significant minority populations. Yeah. Um, it definitely fits the Wool Berkman playbook. Yeah. They've it's done just it. extra dumb, even for them. <clears throat> yeah. They've, they've, they've done a lot to prove that this could, in fact, be them. But yeah. I also, I frequently forget just how young Jacob Wall is, oh, even yeah. if he got the full amount. If he got the full 24 years in prison, he would be out by the time he's 46 years old. Yeah. He, that man is only 22. Can you believe it? He's done so much with his life. Yeah. Now, they seem pretty damn serious about prosecuting this case and even say that they'll formally extradite Wall and Berkman if they fail to appear in court when summoned. Get the marshals. Yeah. The legal process will still probably take a while, but this is easily the most serious legal trouble either of these clowns have gotten themselves into 
since we started covering them. Yeah. Jacob Wall is, of course, currently awaiting trial for a completely separate felony case involving illegal, uh, illegally selling securities. But that court isn't treating that case with any sense of urgency. No. Being in the crosshairs of a state attorney general is a different situation entirely. Yeah. And Wall and Berkman seem to be at least a little freaked out. NBC News reporter Ben Collins, who has covered Wall and Berkman for years, tweeted following the announcement that, quote, for the first time, Jacob Wall has gone completely silent, hanging up on phone calls instantly, not responding to text, nothing on his telegram. Not even a shirtless pic with those pecs on. So that's the thing. When it's like one of their scams, they love picking up the phone. They're like, oh, my God, what? Hmm. No, it wasn't us. But like this time, just like radio silence. Yeah. Anyways, uh... Moving on from that, I'm, I'm sure we'll have many updates to come on that. But last week, we also talked about how Chicago's census cowboy, the horse-riding mascot that Mayor Lori Lightfoot unveiled to promote filling out the census, got in a little bit of trouble for riding his horse on the freeway. Uh, it was apparently a protest in support of Kids Lives Matter, whatever that means. We're still not clear on it. But he also reportedly seriously hurt his horse in the process, since um, making a horse run at full speed on asphalt without horseshoes, not great for the horse. Uh, thankfully, though, update, despite initial reports that the horse Nunu might have to be euthanized, Nunu is now reportedly recovering nicely. So that's good. Good news. But anyways, the whole situation is, of course, real embarrassing if you're Mayor Lori Lightfoot. The initial announcement of the Census Cowboy was some serious cringe, even before the Census Cowboy went rogue and turned the expressway into the Kentucky Derby. But Mayor Lori Lightfoot isn't about to stop posting cringe anytime soon. Here she is at a recent press conference announcing the city of Chicago's Halloween guidelines during coronavirus. <clears throat> so guess what we're here to talk about today? Uh... Ugh. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, it's uh, it's not fun to watch. Just do your job, Lori. Please, this is Stop. this is serious. Anyway, speaking of doing politics in an unconventional way, a new organization called Get Your Booty to the Poll is trying to promote the importance of voting, and not just for president, but also for all the down-ballot races on the ballot. And to promote voter registration and inform voting, they released a new ad recently. Here's some of it. It's clear black lives don't matter to some of our current elected officials. If they matter to you, then don't let other people decide who's going to run your community. Get your booty to the poll. Get your booty to the poll. Get your booty to the poll. Get, get, get your vote, vote, yeah, vote, 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 stretch. For information on how and where to vote, as well as resources to find out who's running where you live, go to getyourbootytothepoll.com. Obviously, I'm not going to show you most of that because it would take too long for me to censor it. Uh, yeah, you. I, I tried to watch the video on my phone and it made me like sign in and click continue and approve. Yeah, that I was going to watch something nasty. Their terms. Yeah. Well, if uh, if making people horny is what gets them to the polls, so be it. Yeah. I don't care what Susan says. <laughs> Anyways, before we get into the headlines from this week, uh, this episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. Get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. 
HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so that you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. Break out of your recipe rut and try new things with so many delicious options to choose from each week. There's something for everyone, including low-calorie, vegetarian, and kid-friendly recipes. And restaurants might be closed or limited where you live, but HelloFresh's gourmet recipes, like their balsamic fig sirloin, are over 60% cheaper than your average meal out. So you can enjoy a restaurant-quality dinner for less. Uh, I Tonight, after filming this episode, I'm going home to have a nice roasted pork loin from HelloFresh. Mm, what kind of seasoning? Uh, I don't know yet. It's a surprise. Mm. I, didn't, I, I, I never look at them when I get them. I make the, sure it's a surprise. The pork loin is the blank canvas of uh, mm-hmm. meats. Yeah, uh, you can really do a lot with it. And then my favorites, of course, uh, every week I try to make sure I get uh, at least one taco dish and at least one uh, like rice bowl because yeah. they're very quick, they're very easy, and they're delicious. So, mm-hmm. And they usually offer uh, either one of those every week. So if you are into uh, not being surprised, you can do that as well. I always leave one surprise, though, because it's fun. No alarms and no surprises. Uh, go to HelloFresh.com slash 80WeeklyWeird and use code 80WeeklyWeird to get a total of $80 off your first month, including free shipping on your first box. Additional restrictions apply. Please visit HelloFresh.com for more details. Again, that's $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com slash 80WeeklyWeird and using that code 80WeeklyWeird. And this episode is sponsored by Honey. These days, it feels like online shopping is the only shopping we really do. Well, that's where Honey comes in. It's the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and automatically tests them out when you're checking out. Honey is basically your online shopping best friend. Here's how it works. You get Honey on your computer for free in two easy clicks. Then when you're checking out on one of its over 30,000 supported sites, Honey pops up and all you gotta do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons for that site, and if Honey finds working codes, it'll apply the best one to your cart. Everybody knows about my damn calendar already. The Halloween calendar. It is what I do every morning when I wake up to feed the cats. I Ooh, walk how many there, days till Halloween? And I take it out, and I go, whoop, and I, and I look at it, and I say, hmm, just a little spark of joy every morning. Yeah. And I would have had to pay full price for that. Like a sucker. Like a sucker if I didn't have Honey. And Honey has always surprised me yeah. with what sites it works on. So, uh, yes, you do save money using this. We have multiple times. It's great. Mm -hmm. Honey has also found its over 17 million members over $2 billion in savings. Honey supports all kinds of retailers, from tech and gaming sites to fashion brands and even food delivery. It's simple. If you have a computer, Honey should be on. It's free, and it works with whatever browser you use. Get Honey for free today using our link, joinhoney.com slash weird. That is joinhoney.com slash weird so that they know that we sent you. Thank you, honey. You supported today's episode. We support you. And make sure you click that link because if you get it without using our link, they don't know you came from us. Yeah, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Anyways, on to the headlines, starting with, she said it was fun. 31-year-old Riverside woman arrested after allegedly taking fire truck on Joyride. I don't doubt her claim. Yeah, it's probably a blast. Have you ever seen Trump driving a big truck like that? Oh, it was the best day of his life. And it's like, people were making fun of that, but it's like, I, dude, let me into the cockpit of a fire truck? It'd be, it'd be awesome. You'll be up front. I'll be in the back steering the ladder. Yeah. Be great. Yeah, the rear steering is, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool as shit. Like fire trucks and like uh, just all sorts of like ve- vehicles that you're not allowed to drive as a civilian. They're fun. From from childhood to adulthood. They're still just like, yeah, no, that'd be cool as shit. Yeah. Let me now, get in there. Having said that, taking a, taking a fire truck in California. Yeah. Of all places. And she stole it from the scene of like a, a paramedics thing. Like you know, there was like a crisis and the fire the fire department shows up just in case. And uh, this woman, she's just like, 
No one's in the fire truck. No, the, the keys are in the ignition. Yeah, she took it. It's like, she shot, smashed up a bunch of cars. I mean, it sounds like she was intoxicated. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, yeah, it probably was fun. While it is fun to drive things you're not supposed to, mm-hmm. it's also illegal. Is there a simulator game, one of those European simulator games for firefighting? Probably. It's like there's, the, they got one for everything. That's like the only one that I'm thinking, that could be pretty fun. There's, I'm sure there's firefighter simulator. Hmm. Well, anyway, moving on. YouTube celebrates Deaf Awareness Week by killing crowdsourced captions. <laughs> YouTube always Ray job, Susan. Very cool. The best, the best thing possible. They announced this a few months back because, um, like, I guess n- not a lot of people were using the crowdsourced captions, but a lot of people were. Or at it least seems like, like like nothing to really leave yeah, out. It's, it's unless like, it was being abused. Well, they said it was, but it's also it's just like channels were channels where it was important to allow the crowdsource captions feature to be on were usually pretty on the ball about the abuse. So mm-hmm. it's it's just people are baffled by it. Like now, the only subtitles you can get are the auto-generated ones, which are like pretty good. But yeah, but then when we t- we talked about Arnold once, and it said we said the end yeah, when we said his last name. Yeah, Schwarzenegger. Banned. Banned, yeah. That's the, that's the former governor of this state. Yeah. And now it's said that we said the N-word because yeah. of that. Yeah. Someone, luckily, someone pointed it out on Twitter. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, it's just hilarious. They announced this, like, back in June. It's the, the date they, they choose to, like, finally pull the plug. It's like Deaf Awareness Week. They had a 1 in 52 chance. Wow. They nailed it. Anyways, uh, a man covered his face with tattoos and turned his eyes black. He says it cost him his kindergarten job. Well, what were you thinking? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I'm of two minds on this one because the guy, like, he looks like a fucking freak. He looks like a circus freak. Um, okay, Dad. I mean, he does. Yeah. And like, I, I don't. Elliot. I don't think you make yourself look like this unless you are fully aware that you're making yourself look like a circus freak. And so, like, yeah, this guy's just like fully head to toe tatted up. His eyes are black. Like, look like fucking reptile eyes or shark eyes, and. Uh, yeah, apparently, this is in France also, but uh, one, of, one of his kindergarten students um, thought he looked scary and complained, so he lost his job, and he's just like, man, I really love being a kindergarten teacher. It sucks that my appearance is, like, uh, you know, costing well, me my job. what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, I know. And he can't even go join the circus, because all the circuses over in France, they require you to be some kind of uh, acrobat. Yeah, the only thing there, the only thing other than acrobats is, like, you know, cigarette tricks. Like, oh, man, he smokes 100 cigarettes. Yeah, now he's going to have to go stand cigarette. in front of the Louvre, uh-huh. sell metal keychains. Um, yeah, so it's like, and I'll, like this guy's he's scary looking. Like, a, I, a child would find this man scary. He's like, yeah, no, they usually think I'm scary for the first day, but then they, they well, like Well, now it's all online er- learning now, so he could just put the Snapchat camera on and put any face he wants. He could. Yeah. Or just like... Our teacher's an anime character. It would be funny if he uh, put on skin tone uh, makeup and then put in contact lenses of normal eyes to go teach teach his kids. It'd be funny. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I like I think if you if being a kindergarten teacher is that important to you, maybe, maybe don't, don't do get that. fucking face tattoos. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sorry uh, if I sound like a grandpa there, but yeah. uh, just just some, you know, simple advice. Anyways, sandwiches in Subway too sugary to meet legal definition of being bread. <laughs> That's not in this country, right? Yeah. In this country, it, like, they salute yeah. the amount of sugar. No, this is over in Ireland because mm-hmm. they were, uh, the whole, like, value-added tax system over there is 
depends. Like so, like staple foods like bread don't have a value-added tax, but that requires defining what bread is. And、uh, yeah, apparently, according to the Irish Supreme Court or whatever,、uh, this is basically a donut yeah, with turkey on it. Yeah, this is cake. Yeah, <laughs>、uh, yeah. yeah. So that's interesting. That's the funniest thing is like. So many Europeans I've talked to is like one of the one of the key takeaways they get from visiting America is like your bread is really sweet. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? It's just bread. Like, no, it tastes sweet. And you go over there, and like they just don't even like white bread is like not even really a thing. They have actual like real types of bread.、Mm-hmm. Are, well, it's like when I started making my own salsa, and then I got a little bit lazy and went back to buying salsa. I can't have store salsa anymore because it's so sugary. It's insane how different it is because I never put salt or sugar really in my recipe,、mm-hmm. and then I found out that you like should do it. I added it. I was like, I, I could be. This is fine without it. But then I went back and got like the salsa that I loved before that, and I was like, oh my god, it's like having dessert. It's so yeah, back to sugar. Yeah, I've encountered that with like a lot of recipes I've tried,、um, where there's just like I'm like, why is there sugar in this? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I recently, I recently tried. I was like. It's like how hard it would be to try like a Chick Fil A style fried chicken sandwich,、mm-hmm. and yeah, like all the recipes I found is like sugar in the batter. I'm like, I'm not putting fucking sugar in a fried chicken batter.、Makes、not、like、doing it. Cake. Yeah, delicious. Yeah, and I didn't do it. It tasted great without the sugar.、Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, our food is terrible here.、Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, elderly woman, 71, is the suspected getaway driver for burglar gang. It's the old lady from Watch Dogs Legion. Yeah. Yeah. No.、Uh, this is it. This is another Ireland story. This、yeah. old lady, this this gran, she was driving around a twenty, a bunch of twenty somethings, as a getaway driver. Probably because no one suspects who would suspect that. A little old lady. Yeah. Couldn't be her. The perfect crime. Yeah. Yeah. But,、uh, yeah. They're thinking she did it. Well, I mean, And,、uh, it makes sense. It's a great cover. Well, it wasn't the perfect crime because <laughs> they got caught. May have gotten caught, but、uh, yeah, yeah. What a way to go out. Speaking of terrible crimes, yeah, this sucks. This isn't a funny headline. No, Rick、It's, Moranis randomly punched in the head by a man in New York City. He's fine. He just came out into the public、yeah. uh, sphere again. Finally, he he's apparently it was, it was just a, a light scratch. He didn't get a concussion or anything. He's not he's not hurt. But yes, it is. It's fucked up because Rick Moranis has been like out of the spotlight since the early nineties. Uh, for like legitimate reasons, his wife died. Yeah, his wife his died, and like yeah, he raised kids, and he became like sort of reclusive. He does like voice, voice work, acting, and he, you know he comes out every once in a while to do stuff, but it's all on his own terms. And he like just signed on to be in Honey I Shrunk the Kids Three or whatever, and it's just so funny. Like right after agreeing to like, like he, he did that like Cricket Wireless ad or Mint Mobile or whatever Ryan、yeah. Reynolds thing is. Yeah, he does his Bob and Doug McKenzie character sometimes, but yeah, like right after he agrees, he signs on for like the biggest step back into the public in 30 years. Immediately, just gets randomly attacked on the streets of New York City at like 7 a.m. Yeah. Anyway,、well. hope he's、uh, hope he's doing all right. Yeah.、Um, miss you a lot, Rick Moranis. Next headline: My sexuality is sacred. Bisexual pastor turned stripper has never been happier. Okay,、That's、she's a. It's, this lady, she was like a she was a Christian pastor or whatever, and like even doing that was naughty. She's like, yeah, my family really didn't like the idea of a woman being a pastor.、Mm-hmm. It's just she's one of those people that just came from such a fucking sheltered. So she so she broke she did the taboo thing and became a, a woman pastor, and then and then realized like, wait, 
I might be bisexual. And then, and then she's like, wait, I think I've always wanted to like be naked on the internet. And she seems really she's happy. She's doing OnlyFans. She did. Oh, yeah. good. Good for her. And like, yeah, this is definitely like probably a lot of people's kink because she's like, because she's still really into God and stuff. But uh, she's just like, yeah, my true calling was being a stripper. I don't see any and, negative. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Maine independent Senate candidate Max Lynn cuts up face masks during debate. Here's the clip. Symbolically, I want to cut these masks right in front of our viewers. I want to be the first Senate candidate and your first senator in the United States to say, I protest government telling us what we have to wear. It's so stupid. It's so fucking funny. This guy has like no chance of winning, but uh, he's really, really making his mark up there. He's like, here's what I think of masks. He's just cutting it up with scissors. God, this country is such a joke. Yeah. This is the stupidest country. I can't wait for this election to be over. Either but way, like, this when this election happens, like nothing's really. I mean, yes, things are going to change, but like, this is who this country is. Yes, we are who We've, we are. Th- this year specifically has turned a mirror on all of us in a very, uh, very, very public and it, this way. This has going, been going forever. Like, I mean, I'd say Trump is a reflection of like the worst aspects, and he definitely of threw America. gasoline on it. But yeah. yeah, but also like, we're a stupid country. Full this of fucking idiots. Yes. Yeah, this, this is who we are. And you're not. Your country's not safe either. Your country's dumb too. That, yeah, every country's dumb, but like America's especially dumb because like we're just having our moment right now. America has more nukes than anyone else. Yeah. And like America, when America when America does something stupid, it actually has a ripple effect on everyone else. Whereas like when politicians in like fucking Luxembourg do something stupid, it's it's just affecting them. Yeah. America does something fucking stupid and people fucking die. <laughs> and countries are like, oh God. Yeah. They're, they're doing that dumb thing again. Yeah. Please. No gay slurs used by MLB players on field for first time since 2016. Do you think it's because since there's it. no crowds, they know they can't get away with it by like the muffled sound of the crowds or that something? could be it. Yeah. Although this year, the, the, the Cincinnati Reds announcer did get, he got fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he called Kansas City the like F slur capital of America, which mm. I don't know that that's true. Is Kansas City a, uh, a noteworthy gay city? Because I mean, the best was he had to like apologize immediately after, yeah, like, uh, during the game. <laughs> yeah, 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 the, I did it. Yeah, he lost his job, but uh, yeah, that's good. No one's, no one's using homophobic slurs out on the baseball field yeah. this year. Great job, Major League Baseball. Well, there's Appreciate still a couple it. games left. Yeah, till the World Series, so there's always time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always time to throw in. <laughs> Some slurs. Yes. Especially when things get heated. Former Twitter CEO says some capitalists going to be the first to be shot in the revolution. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm still not even clear, like, where, like, so this guy Dick Costola was the CEO, because Jack founded the company, and then Jack left to go form, uh, was it, Stripe or whatever? Yeah, something like that. Uh, but then Jack came Square. back. Square. Square. So when Jack left to start Square, this guy Dick Costolo ran the website for, like, eight years. And then Jack came back, and now Jack runs both Square and Twitter. But this Dick Costello guy, I don't know much about him, but uh, apparently, I don't know. Thank you, Comrade Jack. Uh, well, apparently he was saying it, too, because uh, the, the analysis that I saw online was that, like, the capitalists are going too far, and they're actually going to push people over the edge. I and, mean, like, that's he, a valid concern, even if you are a staunch capitalist. That like, he's like, hey, guys, <laughs> I think we're pushing it a little too hard here. Yeah, like, if you're... Like, we're all going to get shot if, like, you guys keep, like, pushing this as hard as it's going. Yeah, no, like, uh, I mean... It's self-preservation. Every, uh, the most staunch capitalists are all, they all fully understand, like, 
the stuff in like Marx's Capital and the Communist Manifesto. They they understand it intrinsically, and they understand it because they want to avoid all that shit happening. Mm-hmm. Know your enemy and shit. So yeah, yeah I, I, he could be coming from that. This angle. guy's like, no one cares anymore. Everyone should care because this yeah. could actually get really bad. Hey, we, let's let's like continue with the capitalism thing. Just like fucking guys, just dial it back a little. Dial bit. it back. Yeah, we've been coasting on this for like a long time. Yeah. Just what chill. are you doing? Just yeah. chill. Just slow it down a little bit. Yeah. Zoo separates five parrots after the birds were caught encouraging each other to swear at guests. They should make it as an exhibit, and yeah. that's the point of it. Yeah, no children allowed. Yeah. And it's, Mommies and yeah. daddies only. Parrots after dark. Yeah, these are these African gray uh, parrots that are... You can teach them a vocabulary of thousands of words, but uh, they would be like, Go fuck yourself! And It's great! But like it was like put them in a little comedy club. It was like this feedback loop where uh, every time they would do it, people would laugh because it's hilarious. Yeah. So the other the parrots learned that if one of them does it, the rest of them are like ha ha ha. So like they they just entertain themselves all day long. They gotta make the the cages in this part look like a look like a a a comedy club with a brick wall and a microphone. Yeah, it's great. I would that would be the funniest fucking zoo. Is and then you can make money for the zoo by having a two drink minimum in the parrot comedy club. Yeah. I'll get a kick out of that. Like, I'd love to see Curse Be hilarious. Parrots. Zoos like need to just embrace. They need to lean into like how funny a lot of animals are. Yeah. Like when I was in New Zealand, I saw a kiwi for the first time in a museum or a zoo exhibit, and like it, it's pitch black in the room because they're nocturnal. You can barely see anything except the silhouette. But I, I go in there like my eyes adjust, and I see the fucking kiwi bouncing along like a basketball with legs, and I I. Busted up laughing. I got yeah. shushed because it was like the funniest fucking thing I'd ever seen at a zoo. I'm like, yeah. that's not real. That's like a Looney Tunes character. No one of this fucking Lean thing into it, Zoo. Lean into it. Yeah. Animals are hilarious. Like monkeys. When they're digging in their butts and throwing yeah. poop everywhere. Yeah. Great. Monkeys are like babies that can, uh, they Destroy can rip your fucking head yeah. off. It's great. great. Love it. Let the animals be weird and funny. Call of Duty Modern Warfare no longer fits on a 250 gigabyte SSD drive. Love it. Uh, what a great marketing tactic. I am so glad I updated my storage like right before this game came out. Because like, it's like every two weeks, it's like, oh, you got a 100 gig. Like, I'll, I'll be on Discord with like the guys I usually play with and be like, hey, we're jumping on. And then we, we all boot up the game. We're like, all right, well, no, nope, not, yeah, not happening tonight. Yeah. Bye. But yeah, you literally like with the default standard hard drive size that a lot of people have, you cannot play the game anymore. Sorry, we had it in Subway and just cut our user base in half. Yeah, I don't even really know. Is it this big on console? It's got to be. Well, on console, you actually have the option of not downloading like the spec ops or not Uh, downloading the campaign. Like you can choose which sections, but Battle.net for some reason doesn't have that. Well, they should just separate it completely. There's a new Call of Duty coming out anyway. Yeah, I hope they do, because, like, this is ridiculous. This game is too big, and it's it's a multiplayer game. Like, I can understand, like, a big open-world game that has a bunch of stuff happening, but, like, I mean, there's a lot to this, but I just, I, I can't, I cannot comprehend it's just how insane. it could be that it's big. Anyways, that's it for this week's Weekly Weird News. Thank you so much for joining us. Another nearly hour-long Jesus. video. Yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us. And uh, look, get some sleep because I've been missing some sleep and it is not. it does not feel good every day. It, yeah. Look, the news will be there when you wake up. I'm trying to give myself advice here. Yeah. The news will be there when you wake up. Just 
let's get through this month. It's it's spooky season. Go buy a pumpkin or something. Buy a twelve foot skeleton. Have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. Uh, we'll see you soon for more uh, more episodes. Bye bye. Bye.